this isn't brain surgery. We're not performing rescues. It's supposed to be fun. That is Michael Kostroff, and I'm Lee Foster. You're listening to Action, the no-bullshit podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. Do you think that you were born naturally talented at acting, Pre- predisposed to, to be, having the ability to act well? I won't say that I was born talented. I, I will say that I was born an actor, uh, born with the urge, born with the kind of brain that wants to figure out how to portray somebody else and what makes them act a certain way. I was drawn to studying accents and people's walks and their facial expressions. I think it's in my DNA. I don't know exactly what that is, but it, it does seem to be my thing. Um, it's, like being, it's like being funny. I mean, I, I, I didn't know growing up that not everybody was funny, and I, I've learned as I've gone along that my brain looks at things in a way that I know how to play a comedic moment because I, I look at it in that, in that way. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an instinct, and a, uh, it's like a DNA thing. What about you? I, I mean, do you, is it like that for you? I think that, I don't know, I think I could have probably been good at a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but ever since I was a little kid, I would go to movies. I was a huge movie buff, because my brother was, and he's now a screenwriter in LA, Um, but uh, I would would go to movies and I was fucking fascinated by actors, good actors, good scenes. Even at a very young age, I was just completely mesmerized by an amazing performance by somebody. And I just thought, how do they do that? I want to be able to do that. I don't know how they do it, but I want to do anything it takes to learn how to do that, to be that, have that ability. I didn't even care about being in movies or being on in TV shows or anything. I just wanted to be able to have that ability. Yeah. I don't know what it is that draws us to this, but I, I, I was definitely drawn to it. It's definitely what I always wanted to do. Now, I didn't have any expectations of making a living at it, but I, you know, I think I've benefited from low expectations in my life because everything has been a big surprise. <laughs> I still, I still like, really? You know, I mean, when people like you want to interview me, I'm still cracking up. I'm like, what happened? What happened there? <laughs> Great thing, you know. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Congratulations, so, by the way. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I, I think... Um, I find that I'm sort of the last on board in terms of thinking that I'm any good at it. I just feel lucky. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think I'm good. <laughs> it's just, you know, I think now that I've worked as much as I've worked, I'm starting to think, okay, I might be good at this. But mostly I think it's a fluke. I think most of us live, most of us live our whole careers that way. You know that what they say about really successful people, that almost down to a person they feel that at any moment someone is going to find out that they're a fraud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which they aren't, but they feel that way. I, I've, I've worked with an Academy Award-winning actress who felt that way. I, I, you know, I've worked with huge stars who felt that way. We, we all think that they must have their self-esteem completely settled, but that's not who we are. Right. I heard, I don't remember if this is true or not, but I heard that the night before the beginning of each film, Meryl Streep has to fight like a tiger not to call the producers and say, I can't do it. I can't do it. I got nothing. I got no take on this. I, got, I can't do it. That's Meryl Streep, our greatest actress. You yeah. know? So, I mean, I think it's good, to, good for people to know you're not alone. This is, this is our nature. You're not, you're not doing anything wrong. That's how we are. 
Absolutely. So uh, this is a specific question. Well, I have a couple specific questions. The first one is, uh, imagine that you have a spur of the moment audition, like um, somebody says, uh, your agent calls and says, hey, somebody dropped out of this audition. They really want to see you. Um, how quickly can you get over to so-and-so? And, you mm. know, it's a 25-minute cab ride. Where do you focus your, your energy in that 25 minutes? This is such a good question. This is a great question. I'm so glad you asked us. Most actors I know will dissipate their energy focused on how little time they have or how unfair it was. Some people get, get like, well, this is not fair. I don't have enough time. Or they'll start to get very anxious because they don't have a certain amount of time that they've decided they need. And the reality is the quality of our work doesn't line up the way we think it does necessarily. Sometimes you're going to do your very best work winging it. Sometimes you'll do terrible work winging it, you know? So in that instance, I'm going to work on memorizing the lines as much as I'm able to. And I'm not going to stress at all about not being able to memorize them completely. I'm going to use the paper in the audition. That's what it's there for. And I'm going to focus very strongly on what is the tr what's the roadmap of the scene. What happens? Okay, I burst into the room. I find out that my wife is sleeping with the mailman. I'm betrayed. I get upset. I throw something. I calm down. I tell her I love her. Whatever it is, I, I need to really grasp that as opposed to, again, what most actors do is let me plan how I'm going to say this and plan how I'm going to say that and plan an expression, facial expression. It's nonsense. What we do when we act is let people watch us having an experience. So even if you don't get the lines exactly right, if you can have that experience in front of people, and we can do that on a moment's notice. If you say to an actor, okay, right now, could you improvise a scene where um, you're running late and you're anxious about it? They go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so figuring out just the essence of the scene and then doing your best to memorize the lines, that would be all I would do. The other thing I would not do is go in and, uh, and apologize or say, look, I just got this last minute, this, you know. I wouldn't do any of that. Yep. Nobody needs to know that. That's not taking care of the casting director. Taking care of the casting director is coming in and not sharing your anxieties and just playing that character. I mean, because the thing is this. If you get a last-minute audition, this is the amount of time that you have. That what you're going to present is the best that you can present in, in that minimum amount of time. You cannot go back in time. You can't stretch time. You can only do what's in front of you. And any time that we, we, we start to, to fret over stuff we can't control, it's a waste of energy, like crazy. Mm -hmm. It's such a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't have that happen to me a lot, yeah. but, 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 but I know people do. You know, if you get a last-minute audition, your only answer should be, fantastic, how great. Mm -hmm. See how it goes. Yeah. Come to think of it, I booked a, it was an industrial, but I booked, I, it was like I got the call and needed to get in an Uber within like, four minutes and I went there and I got it. So you can, so, you never yes. know. Well, that's the thing is it's, we're not, most of us are not comfortable with how chaotic and nonlinear our profession is. So we like to nail it down and say, well, I need three hours to prepare an audition or I need to do it 12 times or I need, need to get it the day before. And these are, this is all mythology. Mm -hmm. What's reality is it's not going to line up along those lines. The reality is somebody much less right for the role is going to get it over you. And then you're going to book something that you suck at. And it's, you know, it's, it doesn't sometimes the thing that the thing where you have uh, the least take on a role is the one that you book. 
sometimes when you have the least amount of preparation time. Anyway, I'm repeating myself, but but you know we're we're in agreement on this. It's not it's not linear, right? All right. Uh, this is a question from one of my Twitter followers. Oh, great. <clears throat> he says, could you perhaps talk about how you broke into the industry? For others like myself, at the very beginning, it's quite daunting when it comes to submitting for an audition when you have next to nothing on your resume except the classes you took and a headshot. Carlo. Okay, Carlo, here's the thing. Everybody that you've ever seen in any play or movie started somewhere. We all started with no credits. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to apologize for. It's only where you are right now. I don't have any tricks for breaking in. I will tell you that it is impossible except for the fact that it isn't. You know? um, so although it is very difficult and, the, and it's a long shot, a good number of us have managed to do it. So you might as well go, since, you, since you've decided to choose this career, you might as well go with the scenario that this is going to work out for you in some way. And just move forward as, as much as you can and be where you are. Right now, you don't know everything. Right now, you don't have contacts and credits. That can change. But don't waste any anxiety on not being someplace else in your career. This is where you are. I think one of the worst things that we do is, is we get anxious and ashamed because we don't have credits. And, we, you know, and that's, just, that's, that's where every single person starts. Um, one of the things that I really encourage you to do, instead of focusing on meeting casting directors and meeting agents, is to meet actors. Uh, we are a very supportive group of each other, and we um, are a great resources for each other. Most of the things I learned about how to function in our business came from other actors. It's something that we neglect. Mm -hmm. So you get in an acting class, you hang out with fellow actors, you, you know, people share information, um, you get people reflecting to you what they think of your work or they're making suggestions to you about do you know what you'd be good in, you'd be good in this part, you'd be good in this kind of part. And that's an education unto itself. Uh, hang out with actors. It, mm -hmm. we have a, we're, we're an extraordinary group of people. You know, I, I love our, I love our tribe. They're weird and funny and, you know, I just encourage you to, to, to enjoy the company of other actors. Yeah. I've noticed, I've talked to a lot of actors on this podcast and I started it to get advice. That was the main idea, just to get <laughs> advice and to spread advice to all my listeners. But I realized that it's also very helpful to see how other actors think about the industry, how they see certain things. And maybe they don't even realize that they see it differently than you or other actors, but you can tell by the way they talk about things. And you just think, huh, that's how they see it. Mm. That's how they see the whole thing. And it's, it's incredibly helpful sometimes. I never thought of that. I mean, you know, a, an important part of my approach has to do with personal dignity. You know, I, I won't pay to meet a casting director. I won't pay to meet an agent. Um, I had a few of those workshops early in my career and I found them very degrading and discouraging and but, and insulting. And um, I don't like the way that they treat actors, and I think it's also uh, immoral. Um, things like that, I, I, I think the mental stuff is very important, and to have a, a sense of dignity about yourself, no matter where you are in your career. Absolutely. So uh, this has been a great talk. Thank you so much for being oh, on here. Totally my pleasure. Any last words of advice, words of wisdom to the acting community out there? Yes, this isn't brain surgery. We're not performing rescues. It's supposed to be fun. You know, 
you got to have a good time doing this because the chances of success are slim. And also, what are we doing? We're putting on a funny hat and singing a song or, you know, what we do is kind of silly. And I think you've got to never lose the sense of silliness and fun. Um, we get way too intense about it. That's, so that's my, that's my parting word of wisdom is have fun along the way. All right, I'm going to surprise you with one last one. Good. When it comes to your life, your career, anything you want, what do you know for sure? That nothing is consistent or reliable in show business. To register for Michael's workshop, go to auditionpsych101.com and sign up for his mailing list so he can notify you when he's coming to your city. If you like this podcast, please go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. If you have a question you'd like Michael or myself to answer on an upcoming episode, call the Action Podcast voicemail at 206-424-9368. I'm Lee Foster. Thank you for listening.